Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a Christian psychotherapist specializing in trauma therapy, couples, relationships, and personal development. She is passionate about your life and is here to encourage, teach, and inspire you to be your own best version. Find her online at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Now, with today's fresh insights, Cynthia Hyatt. Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm so glad that you are joining me today. And you know, for all of us, this is a really big transition. I know it's a big transition for you, and I hope you enjoyed being able to listen to Leslie Martin Monday and Tuesday. And make sure you go to the website if if you did if you missed those shows. It was she had some really great insights and some wonderful things to say to all of us about this transition and where she's going in her life and this new uh, transition for me. As many of you may know, I do have a show on Sunday afternoons from 12 to 1, which is an hour-long show, and that show is going to stay, but I'm transitioning into this wonderful time slot of 3 o'clock, five days a week. I, I can't tell you how honored I am to do it and to get to know you as the audience and what your needs are and and questions you may have and thoughts you may have, and, and I just cannot say thank you enough to KPXQ for asking me to do this because it's quite exciting. And so... This show is really going to be about you, and it's going to be about how we be our own best version and what that really means. And I have been in clinical practice as a psychotherapist for now almost 28 years, and I have devoted my life to really developing God's people and helping them really be who he has called them to be, who he originally designed them to be, and to really make that fingerprint, that footprint in the world as to why God created you. Because he needs you. He wanted you. He thought you up. He created you. And he has a reason for you. He has a reason for why you are here. And so we are going to really look at internal world of our, our own internal world, how the external world affects us, what impact we have on the external world, and what impact the external world has on us, and making sure that that is positive. And so I've been doing this for so long, and, and I've been figuring out my own life as well, and it has really helped me to gain some keen understanding of the human condition. And the experiences that I've had have also really sharpened my ability to identify and to understand your internal world, as well as my internal world, and how the, the external world affects us. Because the internal world really determines and often creates behaviors, attitudes, and circumstances that can and do, we know, have far-reaching effects on produ- productivity, on our quality of life, on healthy relationships. And they can also have a negative effect. And so my hope is that this show will not only educate, but will inspire you and motivate you to be your own best version. And I really want you to think about this idea of your own best version. See, God really gave me that as kind of a, not a mantra, but maybe a motto of, of really understanding that being your own best version 
is really being the person God divinely designed you to be in all seasons, all phases of your life. Not a counterfeit version, not a version uh, that somebody else wants you to be, but truly the one that God has designed and planned for you to be. Because this is what brings God most joy and allows him to change and heal the world through you in the most effective and unique manner, only the way you can do it. We all have a unique way of interacting with the world and affecting the world. And Satan really wants to steal that from us. He wants to diminish it. He wants to destroy it. He wants to confuse it. And he wants to cause you to retreat. And this is what God is wanting to do, is to bring you forth, to call you forward, to encourage, inspire, motivate, and to give you bravery to do what he's asked you to do. And, and it really is going to be unique to you because everybody has a different way of impacting the world. Some of us impact the world in a very obvious manner, and some impact the world in, a, in ways that we will never know until we get to heaven. And so when we're in relationship with men and women, Men and women, we really long to be understood and, you know, express ourselves successfully to one another. And, and in businesses, we want the best from our employees. And parents hope their children become God, that what, all that God created them to be. And so I want you to understand that we are relational beings. And part of being a relational being is that we long to be understood. We long to connect. We want to be known and we want to be accepted in our most significant relationships as well as by our Creator. And so understanding this and really being able to transform this and, and be able to take this knowledge that God has given us and that I'm going to be giving some to you and assimilating that helps us to really walk out that calling in all arenas of our lives. And so there are three things that I have found apply to everyone, everywhere. And these three arenas really help us to understand the management of our life. You know, we, we are in a um, culture right now that really does not encourage self-management. And we have a tendency to want the external world to manage us. We want the bank to manage our money. We want the police to manage our behavior. Um, and, and this is not necessarily conscious, because when I say this, I'm sure all of you like me are saying, no, I don't really want that. But much of our behavior indicates that, that we really are letting the world manage us instead of managing ourselves. And so I want you to find the out that these, these, these ideas, these concepts, these three concepts, really apply to everyone, everywhere. And so the first one is, first really rock-hard concept that I want you to really take in is that you are alive for a reason. You are alive for a reason. You're not just happenstance. God created you with purpose, weaving it into the very creation of the universe. You are alive for a reason. The second truth is you can affect change in yourself and the world around you. You really can. You really have more power than you give yourself credit for. The problem is when we try to do it in our own strength, it doesn't ever work out very well. And we don't always know how to be empowered by God. Well, one of the ways that we are empowered by God to do the work he's called us to do and to truly have 
Holy Spirit-inspired power is being the original design, actually doing what God called us to do. And so that second truth is that you can affect change in yourself and in the world around you. Think about how affected you are by the world. You know, I'm far more affected by the world than I want to be. And I work on that diligently, not being so affected, not letting it cause insecurity or cause me me doubt or cause me to feel like, well, maybe I should look like this or act like this or sound like this or I should have this amount of money or live in this part of town or listen to this type of music or not listen to that type of music. And so it doesn't mean that that information is irrelevant or to be ignored. It means that we need to be adults and have the discernment to know, is the effect positive that I'm having on another? Is the effect the world is having on me positive? And if not, how do I change that? How do I make sure I have appropriate boundaries so I'm not overly affected by the world? And then I make sure that the way I affect the world is positive, is helpful, is life-giving, and truly causes people to crave an experience and a relationship with the God of the universe. The third truth, and this is a tough one, I found this though to be very helpful in my own life. And this third truth is pain is inevitable. We live in a fallen world. And this fallen world means that there is always going to be pain. Things are not going to match up. There is never going to be this fairness or this, e- this equality like we would like to see. This is an unfair world. And this is a world filled with pain. And when we have people in pain, they have a tendency to create more pain for themselves and for those around them. And so we need to know that there is an effective way to manage pain. And having an effective management of pain is imperative if you are going to be who you are originally created to be. So it's very important that when we look at this whole idea of pain and pain management is that we understand that there are negative ways to deal with pain, there are positive ways to deal with pain. And we all know the negative ways of dealing with pain. And we have, many of us have all different types of self-medicating behaviors that that cause us to feel better. It can be anything from substances to performance-oriented behavior. This means that everything I do indicates whether or not I'm a valuable person or whether or not I'm a good person. It may be self-medicating in terms of really allowing myself to have anger and hatred because somehow that makes me feel safer and stronger. It could be that I hide in my house. I don't want to go out anymore. It could be that I escape into television or movies or music or books. It could be that I'm only willing to interact with pets. I don't want to interact with humans. And trust me, I kind of can understand that one. Pets are the most amazing gift God has given us. They really fill in the gap where humans lack. And so sometimes we just go, maybe I'll just like talk to my cat and my dog because this world is really painful and I'm tired of getting my feelings hurt. I'm tired of being misunderstood. I'm tired of being misperceived. So the effective management of pain is imperative. And we are really going to work on that and you are going to learn that ability. You'll be amazed at how much better you feel about yourself, how much better you feel about others and the world around you, how much more confident you will feel When you really understand that pain is inevitable, some pain I can choose, some pain I have no choice in, 
And how I manage it has everything to do with my quality of life. So the first fundamental core truth is you are alive for a reason. Your life is not an issue of happenstance. You are here for a reason. And there is a point to all this. So why are you here? What are you going to do about being alive? Because you'll either be surviving or thriving. And you may have heard that before, that there is a lifestyle of survival and there is a lifestyle of thriving. And I have to tell you that survival is never pretty. It's never pretty. It's ugly. We survive, but the quality of life is lacking. And when we are constantly in survival mode, our choices are going to be more in the here and now, more about gratification in the moment than the ability to delay it for a goal in the future. When I'm in survival mode, all I'm thinking about is surviving the next moment. And I give myself permission to do and say and act in all kinds of ways if I'm in survival, because I'm just trying to get to the next moment. And what I want you to understand is that God is very, very sympathetic and empathetic to the survivors. Because he understands how hard this world is. He's been here. He's lived here, and it killed him. And so he really understands the feeling of surviving. What God wants to do is help us to find ways to manage our life so that we are, more often than not, thriving. Because that shows the world what it means to be a Christian. That we can have hardship, we can have difficulties, We can have loss. We can have sadness. We can be in this world and not of it. And we can show them a different way to live, which is one of thriving, not just surviving. And I have to tell you, it's tough. It is is hard to learn to do that. It is very powerful. It's very helpful. And for the most part, I, I am thriving. I am not in survival. I know when I go into survival. And I also know how to help myself, protect myself, support myself if I find myself in survival. Because I know if I stay in survival, I only create a lifestyle that needs more survival. Because every time I survive, I'm doing behaviors and choices that just get me through the moment. They may not be building a platform of a life that I actually want to live. So whether you believe it or feel it, Your presence matters. You matter, even if the world doesn't indicate that to you. And that's one of the hardest things for us is to believe those God concepts that don't match the moment we're in. It doesn't seem to match how we feel in the moment. And so I want you to understand you affect this world and the people around you either positively or negatively. But the fact that you influence others is a a given. You will influence other people. Regardless of your position in life, you will affect people, places, and things. We live in this world that's extremely interconnected. It's highly complicated. So what kind of an effect are you having? Are you one of those people that leave others feeling replenished, renewed, reinforced, Or are you the person that leaves people needing to be repaired and restored? So why is this important? 
Well, I believe if you are being the best version of yourself, you will add, always, not detract from others and the world around you. And your life will be far more meaningful. And it will have a lot more to do with the little interactions, the interactions in the moment, than it will with the big event or the big arrival or the, the big influence or, 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 or the big accomplishment. Because, see, the big accomplishment is wonderful in the moment, but it still has to be managed as to its far-reaching effects. And the effects of the big accomplishment have everything to do with how I manage from that day forward. I can't just live in the day of the accomplishment. How do I manage the, the 5, 10, 30, ye- or however many years after that accomplishment? And so it's important that we understand that a lot of what Jesus did was really in the moment. The effect, the powerful effect that he had on people was sometimes just one word, just one gesture of care, of concern, of connection, of understanding, of acceptance. He didn't heal everybody. He didn't talk to everybody. He didn't write any books. He didn't create any works of art. He didn't write any music. He wasn't overly attractive and wasn't a supermodel. He wasn't famous as we would, have, we would have thought fame was, but he is now. And it was those moments, every moment of his life mattered, and he knew it, and he took advantage of it. So you have something in you that is unique. It's very special, and it's very original. And the most important question you could ever ask yourself is, am I being the best version of me? So what is the best version of you? Whether you're being a parent, an employer, an executive, a spouse, a friend, a neighbor, a pet owner, right? What's the best version of you in those arenas? Second most important question is, what is holding you back from being your own best version? And that's going to be unique to everyone. There are some that are common to all of us. Some of that is we're exhausted, we're weary. Some of it is we've had trauma in our life. Some of it is we've had failures and we're tired of failing and so we don't want to get up again and try one more time. Some of it is the loss of a relationship that was significant and so we're, we're broken hearted and so we don't want to put ourselves out there anymore. Some of it we don't feel good about ourselves, and so we don't feel confident. Some of it we believe the lies of the enemy that tells us we have nothing to offer and that we're worthless or hopeless or, or untalented or ugly or whatever it is the enemy uses to accuse us, to deceive us, and to oppress us. So you ask yourself, what's holding me back? What's holding me back? Is it the way I think? Is it false thinking? Have I bought into lies? Have I believed maybe you had a family of origin that was difficult or painful or wasn't supportive, or was verbally abusive or emotionally or sexually abusive? Am I believing the lies of my childhood? Did I have bad experiences in high school and I'm believing those lies? Am I believing the lies of the media? My goodness. Every single day the media reframes and, and reestablishes what beauty is. We, we can never keep up with it. And the competition of it. So what's keeping you back from being your own best version. I want you to really think about that 
because this is imperative that you understand so that you can say to yourself, God, I, I want some help with these things. I need you to intervene in my life and help me with this. Give me a way around. Give me a way out. Help me go in. Lord, whatever it is that is the impediment or the, or the multitude of impediments that stop me from being who you've called me to be. Maybe it's, maybe it's as easy as you don't believe that God has called you to be something. And that, my friend, is a lie. So this is where we really want to say that I want to be the best version of who I am in whatever role I'm operating within, regardless of my age, my position, or my season in life. Because I'm not just pumping you up. I really am telling you the truth. This really is the truth. Jesus lost his life, gave up his life to be with you. He sees in you what maybe the world doesn't. But I want you to believe him. I want you to believe what he sees in you. And I want you to believe that he sees something very special in you because of the behavior exhibited. He died for you. He lost his life to be with you. See, the enemy wants you to feel like you have to prove your worth instead of just walking out your worth and value. See, we don't go attain worth. Worth is inherent. See, a diamond, even a diamond in the rough, when you can't even recognize it's a diamond, has value because the value is inherent in the stone. Well, the value is inherent in you. God placed value on you and in you. You don't have to go get it. You don't have to create it. You don't have to manufacture it. We have to be it. And part of it is a trust issue. The world has taught us not to trust that. The world has taught us that we're not worth anything unless we add things to us. We add accomplishments. We add money. We, have ta we add talents. We, we go and find a new thing that we can do, a new thing we're good at. We go buy a car. We change our appearance. Whatever it is that we do, we go out into the world to get back our value. So one of the things that might keep us, like we said, from, from not being the best version of ourself is the past. And if you're living in the past and lamenting of your past mistakes or the missed opportunities, dwelling in shame, running away, whatever that is, I want you to know that God can even overcome the past and give you a future that is worthy of you. And I want you to really take hold of that. So we're coming to the end of this show today, and I'm so thankful that you were with me today. And I hope this has been helpful because it always excites me to talk about this. I, I am so impressed by humans, and I s have seen over the course of my career people overcome things that, you, that are unbelievable. They are, they are heroes without being allowed to tell people. So I have so much faith in you because I have faith in God. Join me tomorrow. We are going to talk about the second core truth of I can affect change in myself and the world around me. And have a great day. And I look forward to talking with you again tomorrow. Make sure you visit the website at CynthiaHyatt.com. And all of social media, I'm there in Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all those different places that you can find helpful and, and encouraging, inspirational things to help you through the day. So again, have a blessed day. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.
To hear today's program again or to share it with someone else, please go online, CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Conversations with Cynthia is heard daily at 3 p.m. and 12 noon every Sunday on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Follow Cynthia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Cynthia Hyatt. Until next time, remember, be your own best version. Yeah.